0: Bryce if you're listening, I'm sorry what my team is about to do to your team. It's going to get a, it's going to get real ugly. My prediction for that game 31 to 14 Green Bay, a complete demolishing of the Seahawks at the hands of Aaron Rodgers and company. Welcome to the Am I Wrong podcast. I'm your host Griffin. Not joined today by Joe, unfortunately, he had some things he had to do that prevented him from being available right now during podcast time. And I think we should start something new. I think Joe will agree that if you miss a podcast, another case gets added on. So I think I'm just going to add on to my already two owed. Stella Artois Hard Ciders, so now you owe me three, Joe. So yeah, you owe me three cases now, and I am just going to assume that you're down with it because of how bad you feel about leaving me lonely and stranded here to do the podcast all by myself. Anyways, let's talk some football. I had uh, someone ask me at work the other day who I thought was going to make the Super Bowl, and that was a very interesting question. Obviously, I think the Packers are coming out of the NFC. Um, The AFC gets a little tougher. So in the AFC, you've got the Bills, which are a real contender. The Ravens, which are a real contender. The Titans, who looked really good last week against the Rams. And then you've got the Chargers and the Chiefs, which in that division, in the AFC West with the Chargers, the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos... It's a very tight race for the top of the division. The Chiefs and Broncos are both five and four. Chargers and Raiders are both five and three. So it's pretty much dead even in that division. A very very good division. Um, the Titans, I would say, are probably favorites to you know to if you're betting money, but I don't think the Titans are going to go to the Super Bowl. I would say probably the Bills or the Ravens, if they can break through. Um, Or, I mean, the Chiefs could also do it just because they're struggling right now, but they've made the Super Bowl the past two years, so they're plenty capable. Um, Hmm. For the sake of this, I'm going to go with uh, a shocker team, the Ravens versus the Packers in the Super Bowl. Um, They actually play this year in the regular season, so we'll get a little Super Bowl preview going on. So they play Week 15, and I believe that is the Super Bowl matchup right there. The Ravens obviously have to be consistent throughout the playoffs, but they're a hard team to beat. If Lamar is throwing the ball well, obviously he can run the ball well at any moment in time, so if they can throw the ball well, they're a very hard team to beat. If their defense is playing well, they can you're not gonna wanna to get that team in the playoffs. So week fifteen, you've got that Super Bowl matchup. It is in it is in Baltimore. So Green Bay is gonna have to go to Baltimore, week fifteen, and throw down. And they can absolutely do it. They do struggle a little bit against mobile quarterbacks. They didn't against Kyler Murray, which was which was great, but but yeah, Lamar Lamar's a different different beast to, to contain. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, that is uh, my Super Bowl matchup. If I had to not pick Green Bay, if somebody came back from the future and they're like, listen, bro, the, the, the Packers aren't going to the Super Bowl this year. You got to pick a new team. If I had to pick a new team coming out of the NFC, not the Cowboys, not anyone else in the NFC north meaning the Vikings bears or lions none of them uh Tampa is like the go-to or Arizona or the Rams after what just happened to the Rams it's it's kind of tough to say um the Cardinals are kind of like uh kind of like the Titans as I was saying it's kind of like you know they're they're favorites, but probably not going to make it. Um, so realistically, probably Tampa. Tampa versus Baltimore or Tampa versus the Bills. Um, but if you said no Green Bay, I'll go Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, Tom Brady and his supporting cast versus the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So that, that would be a good one. Completely different styles of quarterback. Brady can barely move a muscle and you know Lamar Jackson who is faster than your favorite receiver so yeah this that would be an interesting one but no it's it's Green Bay I have full confidence full confidence in Green Bay going to the Super Bowl now here's here's a there's been a lot of Odell controversy over this past week um he got he didn't get traded Uh, before the trade deadline Uh, however he did get released and he has to clear waivers before you know he becomes a free agent which i guess is what he wants he's saying he wants to go to seattle also i'm hearing the saints or the 49ers which doesn't make much sense i mean seattle does if you i can't imagine seattle with dk metcalf tyler lockett and odell beckham that would be a a very dangerous offense and, uh, yeah, that would be that would be dangerous, especially with Russell Wilson back there with Geno Smith, obviously it's not going to be a huge factor because Geno Smith is not Russell Wilson. But however, a lot of people had the question, are the Browns better without Odell? And the answer to that, weirdly is yes. on paper, absolutely not because Odell is one of the best receivers um, in the game, but somehow, he didn't click in that offense, and it just didn't work. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it didn't work. The Browns are better because of it. We saw what they did this past weekend. They had a great game. They beat the Bengals, you know, pretty, pretty uh, handily. Oh, there we go. I'm watching the game at, at the same time, the Monday night game, and it looks like the the Bears just scored a touchdown, yes, sir. Let's go Bears! Never thought I'd be rooting for the Bears, but now that Joe's not here, I'm a, I'm a, a little extra salty. It looks like a fumble recovery touchdown. Oh yes, oh yes, yes! It ball is out. Yep, touchdown, baby. Anyways, are the Browns better without Odell? Yes, and and what? It's weird. Their offense flows smoother. They play, yeah, I don't know, faster, more ac- Baker's more accurate, it seems. I don't know how or why or who or what, but it is. It's better without Odell almost impossibly, but I don't know how that happens. You lose a star player, and you're better. It doesn't make sense, but it is what it is, and it's working. So, so it was just absolutely necessary for Odell to get out of there and to get on a team that can use him which would be green bay i would love if he came to green bay but it's not going to happen but yeah odell deserves a team that's going to use him in a way where he can shine because that's not the type of person that you should just like have as a backup plan in your offense or just a plan b like odell's a star and he deserves to be treated like a star um in the offense so that he needs plays for him he needs you know people um he needs coaches dialing up plays specifically for him to get him yards to get him receptions so he can do what he does with the ball so yeah odell it, it was necessary for him to leave i think all the the extra stuff about him not being a good teammate him having bad character i think that's all 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 fake all media um i think the guys that that play with him love to play with him so um, he seems, from what I've seen, like a like a really good dude who just loves football, um, and the media just kills him for some reason. I don't know why exactly. I think it's because he is kind of a big personality, and he is you know, a super popular guy who transcends football. He's popular outside of football. Everybody, Almost everybody knows who Odell is, if, even if you don't watch football at all. Most people know Odell, so... So I think that's kind of where a lot of the hate comes from It's just he's just under a microscope. There was actually a lot of upsets this weekend, like a lot of upsets. How the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills 9-6, to held them to six points when Josh Allen was my uh, vote, was my prediction for MVP. Um, I don't know what is going on with my predictions, but... Uh, They're all absolutely dead wrong and um, almost opposite of what I say. And I think it's, I don't know what it is, but when I make a bet, I'm right. But when I make just a normal prediction, I'm always wrong. How does that work? You tell me. Um, So the biggest upset this weekend, there was a absolute absurd number of upsets this weekend, which shouldn't have happened or I don't know. Almost seemed impossible to happen. So the um, so the uh, the Broncos upset the Cowboys, and uh, I'll just go through the upsets that I'll just go through all the upsets that happened this weekend. Um, the Falcons beating the Saints is not a huge upset, but you know a lot of people didn't expect it. The Broncos beating the Cowboys, a lot of people didn't expect that. That was thirty to sixteen, but. If you watched the game, you know it was 30 to zero and that 16 is garbage points. Um, so and you know, Denver's a decent team, five and four right now, but uh but no, they were not expected to win that game. Nobody thought they'd win that game and they absolutely dominated that game., um, we've got another upset here. With the uh, Browns and Bengals, not another not huge upset. Just because the Browns are a very good team, um, and the Bengals are a very good team, also, but the Bengals were expected to win that game. Um, instead, they got blown out forty-one to sixteen. This one's not an upset; it's just two terrible teams playing each other. But the Texans and Dolphins. The Dolphins won that seventeen to nine. This upset is the Giants beating the Raiders. Um, they beat them sixteen to twenty three. The Giants somehow, some way, they uh, they play they play good teams tough, um, but they're a bad team. So it is what it is. What it is. The Eagles almost pulled up the upset on the Chargers, but they didn't complete that. The Titans Rams, not necessarily an upset, and again two very good teams, but um, they dominated that game as well. Um, they won 28 to 16 against the Rams the Rams were feeling hot they just got Von Miller they thought they were going to go demolishing everyone and that's just not what happened at all but the absolute biggest upset the most shocking most shocking game of all was the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Buffalo Bills oh what a nasty game that was disgusting so slow, so defensive. Um you know, I never would have thought that the Jacksonville defense could hold the Buffalo offense like that, but listen. Josh Allen was 31 for 47, 264 yards, so kind of measly for that many attempts, um and zero inter- zero touchdowns and two interceptions, which is terrible. Absolutely terrible Rushing was terrible too Josh Allen was the leading rusher 5 attempts, 50 yards Which obviously that's good But the fact that the quarterback is the leading rusher That's never good unless you're the Ravens The next leading or The next uh, rusher is Devin Singletary 6 attempts, 16 yards Which is not good 2.7 averaging yards per carry So not good at all Stephon Diggs, decent game, six receptions, 85 yards, not terrible, but no touchdowns, so it doesn't matter. And you know, Trevor Lawrence didn't have a great game, but what he didn't do was turn the ball over because he only had 118 yards, which is very bad, zero touchdowns, but zero interceptions, which is the key to, to that stat was zero interceptions. All he needed to do was manage that game with how well the, def, the defense was playing. Um Carlos Hyde didn't even have a good game rushing. Um he was averaging 3.2 yards a carry, he had 67 yards, 21 attempts. You know, nobody went off receiving. Dan Arnold, um big dude, four receptions, 60 yards. So I mean, it is what it is. Um but the the key to why Jacksonville won Was their defense and specifically Josh Allen, not the Bills quarterback, but Josh Allen, the D end of the Jaguars. Eight tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss. He also had a pick. He just absolutely went crazy in this game. He rose to the occasion and got the job done. He single-handedly won that game. What a monster. I remember him getting uh, drafted. And this was his. This, I mean, I think this is his second or second or third year, but he was a very highly sought after prospect. Um, here he is showing why. So congratulations, you won that game. Uh, my advice to you, big man, would be to get out of Jacksonville as quick as possible. Be a free agent. Don't sign the. Don't sign the extension. Don't do it. Jacksonville is a trap. This is a fluke win, but nonetheless, it is a win. So that was impressive. That defense, that was very impressive. But still, if you're on the Jaguars, get out. You need to get out because Trevor Lawrence is not your savior. He won the game. He managed the game. He's not the savior. If I were the Jaguars, I would trade him while you can. Because he is not it. I guarantee you. Now, obviously they're gonna try, they believe in him. I don't, but they do. They're gonna try to get him help. He might, you know, end up being a decent quarterback, but he's not the once in a generation quarterback that you think you have. So if I, you know, were to buy the Jaguars and be the owner, I would, you know, get that coach and I'd be like, listen. Uh well first of all I'd get a new coach because I don't want Urban Meyer, but I'd be like, listen, man, we gotta get something for him while we can. Um I would honestly trade him for some picks because you need a new you need a new quarterback, so pick pick one. But it is what it is. They're not gonna do that, obviously, but only time will tell. Now without Joe, there's not much arguing that can take place. By myself. So this is naturally going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast. If you've watched any previous episodes, you know that I'm a Packer fan. So let's just get into that real quick. Um, The Green Bay Packers. So we have just lost our second game. Our first um, since week one. If you've paid attention at all to the NFL, you know that Aaron Rodgers didn't play in that game. He was out with covid and we lost the game to the Kansas City Chiefs. We lost that game 7-13. to So I want you to let that sink in real quick. Um, Jordan Love had a lot of three and outs, right? You know what that means is that defense was out on the field a lot. There was lots of three and outs and just failed to convert drives. Um, there was also... Miss Field goals, Mason, Mister Crosby, that you know would have definitely helped, and probably I don't want to say would have won us the game, um, but it it would have it would have won us the game. The two there was the one that was blocked, and then there was the the one that he missed, um, and then there was another uh, miss. Q. I don't remember exactly what that one was. I don't, but it, whatever. So. Um, the defense was out a lot. That's let's just keep in mind that that is the Kansas City Chiefs um, with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. We held them to thirteen points. Are you kidding me? Thirteen points. Green Bay's defenses in the past would have given up fifty points easily, but thirteen. That's highly impressive. Now, what was not impressive, I must admit, was Jordan Love, my boy. Not impressive at all. I was not pleased with that performance. Now I will give him, a, I will give him a break, um, for a, a couple things here. Uh, one being, it was an away game at Arrowhead, which is a tough place to play. His first start, and not the thing is, I have to give him a little bit of a break because he is expected to go out there. And play like Aaron Rodgers. That's the expectation of him. And he knows it. Obviously, he's like, you know, he's getting told by the coaches and everyone around him, like, just play your game, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he knows the expectation. You're supposed to go out on that field and be great. Um, and he wasn't. And that's okay. Well, it's not okay. But it it, it happened. It's done. So um, he knew the expectation. And he didn't live up to that. Um, he did give us a fighting chance. At least, um, the defense could have, uh, stopped him when they were driving down the field. Um, they were trying to ice it. They were trying to get, uh, that, that first down to, uh, to take the knee and win the game, which they got, um, which was very close. You know, Rashawn Gary was, uh, a, a step away from getting the stack and stopping, that play, and if that happened, then, you know, maybe Jordan Love gets a game-winning drive. We, we'll never know, but um, it was close. It was a very close one, and uh, I'm extremely happy with how Green Bay's defense played. Um, one thing I, I have to say is, uh, back on the Jordan Love topic, is, man, do you not know what a blitz is, bro? Get <laughs> Read the blitz. First of all, they weren't hiding it. It was in your face. They were they were blitzing many times, and it's like throw the ball, please, like get the ball and throw it. And he just you know he wasn't making his reads, or um, I don't know exactly what the issue was with his uh, with his blitz um, recognition and um, and progressions, but um, Devontae... I think if he had Aaron Rodgers, I think Devontae would have gone for probably another 200 because he was open a lot. Now would they play the same coverage? Probably not. Um, so he wouldn't be open that much. But he was open a lot, and um, I think when Jordan Love goes goes back to look at the film, he'll see he'll see a lot of his mistakes and um, you know obviously the bad throws he made and just the times Devontae was. Booty, butt, naked, open. Um, but just back to positivity, I think the uh, the defense played very well. They didn't get any uh, turnovers as I was expecting. But uh, I have no doubt in my mind that if Aaron Rodgers was playing, we probably... Okay, I said no doubt. So if there's no doubt in my mind if Aaron Rodgers was playing, we would have blown him out probably 30 to 13. We held uh we held Patrick Mahomes in check. He didn't even have over 200 yards. He only had one touchdown. Um rushing, they they had 70 yards by uh Darrell Williams. So that's, you know, we we're, we're holding them in there. Kelsey was 68, which is decent. Um but you know, compared to um the past of def- Past Packers defenses We would have got torched And so I'm just Extremely happy with the the way these guys Played and what's surprising is that Jordan Love had more yards than Uh Than Patrick Mahomes did Uh, He had 190 Patrick Mahomes had 166 the thing with Jordan Love Is he did throw a pick Um Unfortunately And, and I thought they would Run the ball a little bit more As well um they had uh, combined 20, 20 carries for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I thought they would run it a little bit more. And they were having you know some success running the ball. Um, Aaron Jones was averaging 4.4 4 yards a carry. And Dillon was averaging 5.8. So, Jones had 53 total yards uh, rushing. And Dillon had 48, 46. So, so I was uh, expecting them to run the ball a little bit more than they did. Um Yet they still had a had a chance to win the game, and let me just say, uh, Chris Barnes, Joe knows it. Uh, some of you listeners know it. I've been preaching Chris Barnes um, for a while now, saying that he is he's a hidden gem, stud of a linebacker, and that play he made on Williams getting him, keeping him out of the end zone was amazing, and it's exactly what I've been saying to people, especially Joe is that he's he's the real deal. He's a, he's a really good linebacker. So um, I'm happy he got to display that on primetime TV. So what a, what a monster he is. Obviously, Devondre Campbell is playing absolutely great for us as well. I just can't wait to get Jair back, get Zedarius back. Jair is, I guess, supposed to come back during uh, playoff time-ish around there. Um, once we get Jair, oh man, hopefully he comes back, you know, in shape, um, and ready to go. But if we get Jair, how he was before normal, uh, a normal Jair, sheesh, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to lose. It's going to be hard to lose games. We're going to have to try to lose games. So I'm really looking forward to getting our whole defense back. And then Kenny Clark got injured too, so that kind of sucked. Everybody knows that I'm a big Kenny Clark guy as well. So so once we get our guys back, I have so much confidence in a Super Bowl. I'm probably going to be betting a lot of uh, either cases of Stella, Artois, Hard Cider, or... Uh, I don't know, whatever else Joe wants to bet. I'll probably bet almost anything once we get to the playoffs. Like, I'm going to be so confident. I don't care if we play the Buccaneers first uh, first round. I'll bet whatever. I'll bet my car. Like, it's it's happening. We're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I could feel it. So, if you got some money, bet it on Green Bay. Bet it on Green Bay and and mark my words at the beginning of the season I was just saying it because I say it every season but this time I feel it so here we go it's either either hop on hop on the train or get off at the station or something uh, uh something like that yep I'm going to keep it at that I am going to go to week 10. Um, Green Bay plays Seattle. So th- I am from Seattle. So that is the technically my home team. I've never liked them. So that's going to be a huge one for this area and me and all my coworkers and friends who most are Seahawks fans. So... I'm going to have a lot of bragging rights when Green Bay just destroys Seattle. I don't think it's going to be close. So I'm going to do a couple of predictions for next week. We've got that game. If any other games will load up, I can get those too. But Bryce, if you're listening, I'm sorry what my team is about to do to your team. It's going to get get real ugly. It's going to get really ugly. Here we go. It's a 125 game. 1.25 1.25 p.m., and that is the exact time where the Seahawks will see the beginning of the end because, oh, man, that's going to be good. I can't wait for that. Anyways, my prediction for that game, 31-14, to 14, Green Bay, a complete demolishing of the Seahawks. At the hands of Aaron Rodgers and company, especially the defense, who is going to lock DK, lock up, lock it. And uh, if Russell Wilson plays, poor guy, because that's going to be a tough first game back. So 31-14, final prediction. Then we've got that Sunday night is the Chiefs and Raiders. I've got the Chiefs winning that one 21 to 24 probably pretty, probably pretty close naturally I would assume all these things uh I'm saying Joe will disagree with but it is what it is next I'm gonna go down the list we'll see and we've got the saints and Titans mm. I think this hmm that's hard uh because you know any given Sunday is what People say around uh, the NFL, so the Saints could win, um, but I'll I'll go I'll just go safe safe Titans safe bet on the Titans um, winning probably 24, 24 to seventeen Titans, and then I'm also gonna predict this one is so special for you Joe. I'm also gonna predict the Lions getting their first win against the Steelers, so. So I've got the Lions winning that one, 19 to 17. Oh man, I should have said 27. Yeah, no, I'm gonna change it just to mess with you, Joe. I've got the Lions winning that 27. Um, actually, I've got the Lions winning it 28 to 27. In a in a complete heartbreaker. I just really hope that happens to you, Joe. That would make my whole weekend unless the packers lost then it would not but last game I'm going to predict is the is a Washington football team upset on the buccaneers it is going to be 28 to 25 let's say yes joe i said 25 he's going to say something about it and those are my predictions they're probably right because i'm near psychic with my prediction abilities so yeah joe hit us with the outro because i'm gonna pull an outro from a different episode Uh. Uh. Mm. there we go okay sweet and uh next week don't worry, guys. Joe will be back and I won't have to do this by myself again. Joe is up to three cases that he owes me. Follow us at Am I Wrong Podcast on Instagram and Am I Wrong 2019 on Twitter. Joe has a TikTok handle that I don't know. Give us a five star review on apple Podcasts, that would mean the world to us um every time i look uh there's not another review which sucks so i would love another apple podcast review please and make sure it's five stars and see you guys next week thank you for listening